Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. God for this episode of Riverdale <laughs> this week because I was like, when am I gonna watch Veronica Gecko sing Shallow? When is she gonna <laughs> sing it? Ooh, I hope it's this week. Ooh, I hope it's this week. And it was this week. Ding, ding, ding. And don't worry, Chadwick joined in with her. What a weird scene. And can I, and we're, Molly and I were just talking. So much happened in this episode, I barely. Can keep, I just watched it, I, and I yeah. can barely keep it straight. I watched it. I watched it. I was, like, paying attention. I watched it. I even rewound at one part because Ooh. Gideon was having a conversation, and I couldn't give it my full attention. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rewind it. I don't even know how to rewind on the Xbox that I have to use to watch the CW now because it's not even easy to watch anymore. But... I rewound it and I watched it parts of it again. I I read a recap and I really don't know what the fuck happened, but I do know that Veronica and Chadwick sang Shallow and I do know that it was like oddly lackluster for a, a Riverdale musical number. I think that they usually bring more to the stage, if you will. They do usually bring more to the stage. It was really boring, and I fucking love the song Shallow in the sense that it is a song that is always hilarious. It's just, I think any, I think there, it's just one of those songs that it's like Wanda it Broken line, Glass, it, it just makes it me so laugh. Hardcore? Is it that line? I, <laughs> I'm not quite sure why I have the like deeply ironic love of Shallow that I have. I think it is because it played while I was having a C-section um, and I thought that that was so funny. But um, so it's just always going to be a funny song to me. It was funny before that though. And then it played while I was having a C-section and then I thought it was even funnier. And so I was very excited when Shallow started. I was like, oh yeah, give me a big old, you know, La Bonne musical number for Shallow. And it was just like an actual shitty karaoke bar night. It was boring. They skipped out on the big part of it. I'm on the well, team. I was like, yeah, well, I right. Was wait, and what? A, talk about blue balls. It was like, sing the rest of the song. You're right. They skipped that part, but I, I, but I, they did not skip the. Uh, 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 even though Veronica does not have the pipes for it, I'm sorry. 
It is. She has a beautiful voice, but that is a power part of the song. Yes. It is a simple part of the song, but Lady Gaga brings the power that needs it, and that is, so you have feeling to in it. Yeah, you can't just do like, ah, 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 which is what, it was, this, the whole thing was just like, it was like a, how are you going to sing shallow and not be like on your knees you know, screaming power ballad style by the end of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I really did. I felt such, I was like, Ugh. I I had to, <laughs> I had to shallow come. And it was very <laughs> difficult for me. I did listen to the song afterwards, but this episode has so much more than just the shallow. Yeah. Can that was not talk? even in the top five moments. I think. Oh my God, Molly, the Titanic fuck moment. Can we give a <laughs> hell yeah to a Titanic fuck moment? We knew that we weren't going to see Betty and Archie fuck again. Can I just say, I think of my luck. I think <laughs> yeah. I love them together. I think Me I too. love it. I think I love it too. It just makes so much sense. And it's like, they really are establishing like a satisfying fuck buddy relationship. Despite yes. the, despite the the what is you know the Riverdale realism of you know Betty's sister is literally missing and she's like hey Arch I could use a distraction like weren't that <laughs> it were that easy if you have like a personal tragedy happening to just, just bang it out just bang it out but I guess that's kind of what Riverdale is they're always going through many personal tragedies and yeah they're but but I love they just show up at each other's houses and they're like ooh I can't I live with Jughead ooh, ooh. I can't I live at home with my mom. <laughs> it's just like friends with Christmas I it love is. yeah yeah I'm loving it uh, I love the um like the arrested development of being in your early 20s and being back home of like, I'm an adult, but I can't act like an adult, which is what I think should be the tagline of this season of Riverdale, because I think that they were acting more like adults in high school than they are now as 25 year olds. A hundred percent. And it's another one of the weird things about this season that is really working for me, like the cognitive dissonance of them before they were adult actors acting like characters of teenagers who the characters were acting like adults. And it didn't make sense because it's like us adult watchers, like we want to watch them have sex. They're yes. drinking like cocktails and bars with their parents. Like, it, you know, there's like all these things that don't make sense when they're teenagers. Now they're still 25 year old actors, probably even older. And now they are 25 year old characters and we still adult watchers still want to watch them have sex, still yes. want to watch them, you know, drink cocktails and bars. And yes. so it's just, it just works. It just is what we've actually been wanting the whole time. Which is why I'm all aboard the fuck train express, <laughs> especially banging at your high school. I, I got to say, it's one of those things I, I would like to check off my bucket list as an adult, but I think you can definitely get arrested yeah i think it's I, think it, <laughs> I, I was just thinking the same thing i was like oh i would do that but then i think it's one of those things where you're not supposed to do certain things on school grounds it becomes a bigger arrested. crime if you do yeah. it yeah even though so they banged so betty is the shop teacher also why <laughs> like when did that happen betty's the shop teacher now I will say she looks really hot yes. in that uh, mechanics jumpsuit. That's why. But like, did they did they provide any setup for that? 
No. Okay. Thank well, you. The, but Daddy, Black Hood Daddy, did teach her stuff about cars because we have watched Betty uh, carjack multiple cars, right? Yeah. Hasn't she done things with cars in the past? She, she has done things with cars in the past. I just didn't remember. Uh, until this episode that she had gotten a job in the high school also. like I, All of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of them were working at the high school. We, don't, we, don't we anticipated that that would happen. We talked about that last episode, but they just they just jump. I appreciate Get when they're just like, we're not even going to set up this. You don't need any exposition. She's the fucking shop teacher now. We're not going to tell you why. It. it just happened. Thank you, Riverdale. We don't need that kind of bullshit in our lives. <laughs> just jump right into the meat of it. I'm so glad that teachers work very hard to have the job that they have and not get paid enough. But don't worry, we can just scrounge up <laughs> youngs out on the street. Give him a book. He's written one. He can teach English. That's all you need. Well, that goes back to, and I'm like, I'm my role this this Riverdale Roundup season is to be the policy person, but the reason Ooh, they like did it. provide a little bit of exposition for that when last week they were like, oh, if 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 we are not a public school anymore because we don't have any public funding and Cheryl is essentially just funding them as a private school now, then they can hire teachers that don't have, you know, um, degrees or certifications or background checks or Good. anything like that. Scrounge him up. Just, you know, what? hang out the white worm. Any stragglers that don't have a place to go, make him a teacher. It's that easy to do. Anybody can be a teacher. But anybody can also do a Doritos commercial in the middle of their acting scene. Big ups to Hiram Lodge. That scene when he and Ruffian Reggie are talking about them starting a football team. Or or him updating him. Okay, long story short. <laughs> Stonewall Prep has a football team. They are, oh my God, the meme. Molly, the meme you made, the Friday Night Lights. It made me immediately think of this. It's like, okay, so now Stonewall Prep is the team that everyone roots for. So what's going to happen to Riverdale and the Bulldogs? Well, they don't exist anymore because the town doesn't exist anymore. So what's going to happen? Archie's going to fight ball fire with ball fire because <laughs> while Archie and Betty were making Titanic fuck in a car, they also stopped a literal dumpster fire from inside of the school. And when Waldo, the president of Riverdale High School, yeah, I said president, I'm sticking with the word, when he asked Archie, why were you at the school so late at night so that you could see the Stonewall preppies putting a dumpster fire inside of the school, he said he was out night jogging. And, you know, like you do, night jogging, you can see a fire for on the inside of the school. Nobody questions it because they would both be in prison, I think. I think. And, you know, there's probably security cameras that are going to catch them in this lie or that it, there is uh, some universe in which they could be caught in the lie. Um, but it is right. It's very Friday Night Lightsy because the, 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 the main Friday Night Lights thing that was making me mad last night is that is that TT is just the principal now, even though she's a guidance counselor, see Friday Night Lights when they basically just give guidance counselors way more administrative power, I think, than they have. Um, 
I'm in school to become a counselor, so I'll let you know if I also I take this. over the school the way TT has. I support it. Uh, TT's doing a great job. She's basically holding the whole town together. She may as well be guidance counselor mayor, but also in addition to being guidance counselor principal, they're totally setting up the the Richie Pori uh, football. And you know, I liked the football scenes in the first season. Sure. I would be happy if we. And they're also now. Um, TT is bringing back the cheerleading squad. Uh, and and so, like, if we have more musical numbers that aren't just Veronica and Chadwick kind of boringly singing Shallow, and we have more, like, the first season, like, real dance cheerleading musical numbers at more foot and more football games, that would be an absolutely fantastic development. <laughs> because Reggie is the head of the Richie football team mm -hmm. and she's the head now he is forcing the the small amount of young thicks that are in his rrotc program to play football but how are they going to have a football team if they don't have any money so he goes to cheryl but cheryl's busy forging art <laughs> like we knew she was gonna start doing cheryl was in the middle of repainting some famous artist who painted her brother. That was Jason also confusing. Blossom. I'm sorry. She's forging a portrait of her beloved brother. Yeah, what don't she, you get, Molly? <laughs> she did, it's a portrait that's worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's somebody else drew it, painted it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's worth so much money that it's worth her doing a forgery of it. Meanwhile, it's her brother, Jason Blossom. Why is there an mm -hmm. expensive portrait of him that she didn't paint? I don't understand that. I was watching this scene trying to be like, what the fuck is even going on? I understand she's forging art. Why is it a painting? Why is her first forgery something that intuitively she should have been the one that painted, not somebody else? Who painted that? Why does that painting exist? I don't know. And <laughs> the thing is, I understand well, I don't understand a lot about art history. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> but I do think that wouldn't it be uncomfortable to watch someone pay a quarter of a million dollars for a current day young dead person in their Riverdale colors as an oil painting? Who wants to buy that painting? Literally, that painting only matters to the Blossom family. Yet, we're supposed to believe that not only does somebody want to buy it for a quarter of a million dollars, but also someone else painted it? And it's like, like I make the painting of anything else. It does not make sense that she's forging somebody else's painting, but the painting is of her own brother. It doesn't make any sense. And then somebody else is like, I love it. I'll buy it. Who? Why? Why do you Ooh. want this painting? Of Jason Blossom. I don't Who know. Who is interested in that? I don't know. I, I guess someone, someone is interested in it. And even though she's getting that money, she is not giving it to Archie. But where does Archie get the money for the football team? Da, da, Ronnie. Da, da, da. Ronnie. 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 I, uh, I was wondering if I could just Ronnie. come in and ask you a question. Hey, Chad. So I, would you just sponsor my football team? Sure, Arch. Okay, great, Ronnie. See you at school tomorrow. Bye. And then Chadwick's like, oh, but you're not a man who likes to beg. Work for me. Get on 
your sweaty hands and knees and build my house. And Archie's like, yeah, you're right. I got so much pride. I'm just going to let you boss me around like that. And then Ronnie is like, Chad. Sorry, I've got, I remember that scene very vividly. No, but did you also remember when he said awesome sauce? (laughs) If you're going to tell me that you just jumped into, you time jumped into the present, you cannot. In good faith, as a 25-year-old and on, like a Wall Street man, use the phrase awesome sauce. You're not allowed to. Yeah, especially to. not the Wall Street man. Chadwick said that? Yes. Yeah, Chad, somebody named Chadwick would never say that. I had to pause it. And I was like, did he really just say awesome sauce? I, retur- I returned. I returned it back. And he did in, in, in this conversation, at the end of the conversation. Awesome sauce, get out of here! So he's good. He's obviously a Hiram Lodge type, and we don't like him. Yes, my prediction I think is going to bear fruit. I think that he's a baddie. I think he's abusive or going to become abusive, and I think that that Archie's going to have to kick his ass. He's going to have to, but he can't get back together with Ronnie. I know that's the now, thing. Or I guess he could, but I don't want but, him to. I want him to I stay with Betty. To. And can we also talk about juicy sauce? Jughead. <laughs> I am a talk about a circumference <laughs> coming from old J Bones over here. He looks great. I love this look on him. I love his hair. I, don't I love like how his, gross his, his face is. Facial, <laughs> his little scraggly facial hair. It's yucky. It is, it's a little yucky sauce. Oh, God. Now I can't get out of it. I'm in a wheel and it's turning and I can't make it stop. I don't like the facial hair, but <laughs> oh, his hair just looks so good. And he is slapping the grease towards Tabitha Tate, the young hottie who did have a six-figure job in Chicago, but now she owns Pops because she came to take it over for her grandfather. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, now she is, so she's going to be the new Betty because she's like, oh, oh, did we mention the Mothman yet? Yeah, that is another scene. That's the scene I watched twice because I watched it and I was, after that scene finished, I was like, I have no idea what just happened. I need to watch it again. I really don't know what the fuck that was. After we've been watching this for so many years, and they can still do it. They can they still, still surprise us. Man, goddamn, they're good at it. Wowie zowie. I was like, what are you talking about? Because, uh, if you guys remember... Now Jughead also, besides being the English teacher, he is working at Pops. So he is hitting on the new owner. And he's and inspired like, by his small oh, his little muse. townies again. Yes. And so his muse was like, oh, don't you want to go talk to old man Dreyfus who works <laughs> off the lonely highway that he had never heard about, even though he's pretty much lived there in his entire fucking life? And they investigate constantly. I wonder if this, if that place has anything to do with the, remember the junkyard that, oh, what was his name? Like, Big Thick, Big Head. (laughs) Well, he was bad, then he came back, and he was the Gryffindor King. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Tiny Smalls, the serpent. Yep, 
Uh, big, big guy. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was his name? It was something like that. <laughs> and he owned a junkyard, but now he's dead. Because didn't someone, they found his head somewhere, right? Yeah. So maybe old man Dreyfus has been there. He's been waiting for the Mothman. You want to know who the Mothman are? You plebs, as Jughead would say. Um, the Mothmen are aliens, and aliens came down and took old man Dreyfus's friends, and what has he been doing? Looking great. Talk about Trash Daddy. Trash <laughs> Daddy, I, I, the only thing to see, I was very taken aback in that scene, because it was like a man that lives in a junkyard that is waiting for aliens to come down doesn't usually keep up with his beard trimming because his beard was just so well done. Yeah. He was like, that man doesn't give a fuck about his beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's waiting for the aliens to come back for him. So maybe he wants to keep up his appearances because of the radiation in the outer space. <laughs> See if there's radiation in the outer space, guys. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money, a lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money, which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Right, right. I forgot about that part. So the so the conversation, the baffling conversation that Jughead has with this man, which, again, great point. In a town as small as Riverdale, it's nice that they can always find some weird fucking freak who they don't know about. Because I grew up in a small town, and you know about most of those people. Mm. But in Riverdale, they're always still there. They're always on the edges. You, you can find them. And so Jughead doesn't know this guy, has a conversation with him. The guy's like, yeah, all my friends got abducted by aliens, and they didn't take me. Um, and I'm, I'm so sad about it. And Jughead is like, all right, got it. And then he finds out what that, that uh, all of the people who were abducted are all dead. 
but they all died later and they all died from cancer <gasps> and it was cancer from the radiation on the spaceship. And then Tabitha's like, is that how that works? And he's like, I don't know. And he's going to write a book about it. He's going to write a book about it with Tabitha as his right hand kissing partner. <laughs> and that hasn't happened yet. But obviously all the long glances that they give to each other. It's definitely going to happen. And that's great because, you know, sure. I if they are going to do Riverdale and not resurrect the high school relationships, I think that's fine. I have a lot of friends who met in high school and are still together and happy. So I think that having representations of high school marriages is totally fine. But I also want to normalize dating in high school and then being cool with the people you dated but then you go on to date other people and it's all good you know because that's yeah. not actually how it usually usually high stories about high school that are love stories end up with those people getting married and staying married and that is perhaps from like the time more so from the time of the original Archie comics Yes. And so I like again that they are renewing relationships bringing in new characters I I'm here for all of it. I'm, yeah. I'm very, I am enjoying it. I'm excited about the fact that they are setting up Issy, uh, Riverdale. It's just muzzle muzzle. They have set up seven plot lines. Who knows which of the plot lines they are actually going to follow into fruition. Right. Will it be the Mothmen and the radiation that is possibly coming from their spaceships? But most likely, it's not coming from the spaceships, but where is the radiation in Riverdale coming from? That's a I good point, because like we might not actually go down an alien plot line, right? We might not. We might not go down an alien plot line, but it could be that the man, old man Dreyfus, is also dying of the cancer that the other people died from, and that that's how he's going to have to figure out where the radiation is coming from. Mm. I love a radiation plot line. <laughs> I really do. I think that's great. Maybe it's because I need, like, my Chernobyl fix, um, but I, I, I'm i here for the radiation talk. We also have Cheryl and the art forgery, but Cheryl is also giving lots of money towards the school. And Tony brought back the Vixens as a way to get Cheryl to come and talk to her, which she did. So... Again, if we're talking about the people that might get back together from old school romances, let's really hope. Yeah, I'll root that for that. Choney get, comes back because yes. I need Choney in my yes. life. I will. I will root for that because they didn't. It wasn't like a lot of high school romances, including Betty and Jugheads, where it just kind of ran its course. They were right. rudely interrupted by the the Blossom legacy from yes. being to, being able to fulfill their their destiny. Yes. And I haven't brought up Miss fucking Belle the Narc that is placed inside of Riverdale High School, who has a hotline to both Cheryl and Hiram Lodge whenever she needs to allow anyone to... The old biddy that works at the front <laughs> counter? You're going to rat on everybody in Riverdale? What do they pay? Both of them. She's in both their pockets. At least she's making some money. You know what? Go for her. I think that gossipy school secretary is one of the characters I really, really like and actually does ring a little bit true, too. I love her. Uh, well, because, yeah, they're the goings on. I yeah, always hear everything. You, you always get in good, especially <laughs> the, the woman in the front. Of the, I always made sure to make friends because then it was kind of like you could just sign this pass, though. Right. Because <laughs> they have like an all encompassing power. And I love it. Please. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that is, we didn't, we haven't even talked about, really, 
Polly yet. So yes, Archie that is and right. Betty I was, Betty. I was like, I know we're missing a big one of the many plot lines we have to keep track of. And right, there's the whole serial killer question mark plot line. Serial killer question mark. It is, is it TBK? They did not say trash bag killer once in this, but we are getting back into truck driver territory. Because remember the last episode, Polly was running away from the truck with the skeleton strapped to the front of it. Uh Now Polly is missing. So what does Betty do? She puts on her FBI jacket. Man, isn't that what you love? Everyone is so open to talk to anyone that shows up at a truck stop in an FBI jacket. They go, oh, welcome, please. I would love to answer all of your questions, even though you have absolutely no warrants or no right to be here. Not only no warrant, but no, she's not actually even in the FBI yet. She's in the academy, but I'm pretty sure that that's impersonating an officer. She doesn't have a fucking badge. She doesn't have a badge yet. But she brought in, what is it? Oh, Trucker Fox 69? Yes, it was definitely a 69. Gideon Gideon was like, are they saying 59? Like the way that they have the credit card, like American. Or like Ned's excess. Yeah. But it was, I think it was. Trucker Boy 69. Trucker Boy 69. I love it. So she was using her children's computer to talk to truckers because she's a jingle janglist. And she um, is a sex worker. And isn't that scary? Um, it's they not, are, but <laughs> they're doing okay with the sex worker thing. Like I feel Kinda. like they're not they're not making it like the yeah. They're, it's definitely like oh, she works at the dancing lady club, but then yes. it's also it's not. They're not making it like that. She's like inherently worthy of less respect for being a sex worker. It's not so much that I think it's more the drug. I think it's more the drugs that are looked down upon in this, but I do dislike that. I feel, or maybe I'm just being too sensitive about it. And sometimes I can be that it's like, well, or they like, I feel like the assumption is that like, of course she was doing drugs. She's a sex worker. Yes, exactly. That's not true at Uh, all. I think that's, I think that's, (laughs) it is, it is still a smacks of the old fashioned, like, Ooh, she must be in big trouble because she's a sex worker, you know? No. (laughs) I mean, the the way that she is going about it, yes, is not the most healthy. It's definitely not safe, as we see, because... So, Betty interrogates Trucker Boy 69. Trucker Boy 69 says she freaked out and got out of the truck and ran away. So, that's what we were seeing, quote, unquote. But they know that her phone is somewhere in something Marsh, Smeagol's Marsh. I'm surprised (laughs) it's not Smeagol's Marsh. And so they go out to go find it. Kevin and Betty and sexy Alice Cooper. And I guess somebody gave them a hand. (laughs) They found a hand. They found a hand in the marsh with Polly's phone. Right. And we don't know whose hand it is, right? We don't know whose hand it is, but it was next to Polly's phone. Now, Polly is the type of person that seems to just go missing randomly. Yeah. And I don't know if I would go looking for her after three days. So I guess good on them for going to go look for her. I'd be like, oh, she's done being a mother. Because it seems like that's just kind of what she had been doing. It's true. This is like at least her fourth or fifth disappearance, which I guess maybe that's why Betty was in a good enough mood to fuck Archie. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And uh, it was a great way to end the episode. 
Except yes. that's not how the episode ended. It really put me off. So remember the fire in Riverdale High? Earlier so in the episode. Reggie and Hiram want to teach Archie a lesson. So what do they do? They set the porches on fire? And I don't know, again, I'm not a scientist. I forgot about I'm that. pretty sure that you can't just set fire to the porch because it looked as if there was some sort of invisible boundary between the front of the house, but it was on both sides of the house, so they couldn't get out of the house. Yes. Jughead was like, Archie, there's a fire. And then Archie ran down. And yeah, there was a fire on the front porch, fire on the back porch. And they were like, Ugh. is that where it ended? That's where it ended. Really? That is where it ended. Yeah. And I love that they're like, their pranks, their shenanigans are just like murderous arson, you know? But like, remember when Archie went into a hospital room and shot Hiram Lodge? Yeah. Didn't that happen? Oh, no, he stopped someone from coming into this. The, and it's just like, of all the things, it was like, y'all have gone to the highest extent between Hiram Lodge and Archie. You're just going to set the porches on fire? Do something better. I just, it's also like, come on. You could be better. Psychologically torture him. Don't you remember all the, the Red King bullshit? Let's get into his head more. Oh, yeah. You got the time, Hiram Lodge. Well, I think they're built up to it. I'm actually, um, and I'm going to eat my own words on this. Whoa. I'm surprised to say I'm happy to have the Hiram and Archie Whoa. thing back. Same, second verse, same as the first. Give same me Hiram trying to kill a kid again, except now he's not a kid. It's a little bit more of an even playing field. Uh, Archie probably he, has yeah. some like mysterious like assassin powers that he developed in his mysterious time as a soldier. So I'll bet that they're gonna bring in some new fun ways to almost kill each other. He's Hiram the Eighth. He is. He's Hiram the Eighth. He is. <laughs> he is. And I did want to give some shout outs to some of our. I just really appreciate people uh, y'all writing into Page Seven Podcast at gmail dot com with. Riverdale things to talk about. I want to give a shout out to Apes McNeil who had Riverdale rage. Hi, Apes McNeil for about last week's episode. I just love it. They said, I'm a religious follower of all things Riverdale and Riverdale Roundup. And my God, last week's episode, why did a random pawn shop in broken down Riverdale have $30,000 on hand Thank to give you. Veronica for fancy eggs that literally no one in town will ever buy? <laughs> that's a great question. Thank you. I was so surprised they had that much cash, but I was just like, I guess that's what pawn shops do. And this, and it's not usually the case. Number two, <laughs> dumbest man on earth, Archie Andrews, is now a teacher. Why? Who would let them teach their child? <laughs> We now we've definitely covered that because all of them, none of them are trained to be teachers. And also, again, the background checks, you can't be around children if all y'all have been uh oh suspected of murder. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. You can't be a teacher. Yeah, I, I mean Archie suspected, has been in, maybe, in juvenile but. detention. Like, I don't think that that you know, I don't think that people's prison records should impact their ability to get jobs, even with with children necessarily. However, it just is the case that many of them have criminal records. None of them have been background checked. If any of them, none of them would pass a background check because they've all like been in cahoots with murder plots with the FBI. Really big thanks as well to Jan Leslie. And this is something that we were talking about last episode, wrote in, um, said, I work in the sports industry. 
Specifically, I'm a statistical analyst and programmer who specializes in baseball, and I wanted to complain about the flippancy with which Veronica was offered the job of sports agent. (laughs) Sports agents, which I did not know, are lawyers. You have to have a law degree and pass the bar to even be considered for a job as a sports agent. Furthermore, you have to specialize in a particular sport and know a fuck ton about that sport. The industry is extremely male populated and women trying to break in have to be particularly overqualified for the job in order to break through the barriers that are set up to keep them out of the business. And I just, I know nothing about this and I I was like, that's, thank you for that information that makes it even more mind-boggling. This is, I love when <laughs> listeners are like, I have a really specific set of knowledge about why this is bullshit. And that's like my favorite genre of listener mail. Ooh, and this is also a really great theory coming in from Anne. I was listening to the most recent episode of Riverdale Roundup, and y'all talked about Jughead's ridiculous replacement names for his friends, Toothy for Fangs, Popeye for Sweet Pea. It reminded me of the fact that when Roberto Aguirre Sacasa wrote the Riverdale fan fiction play, Archie's Weird Fantasy, he had to come up with weird replacement names for all the characters. More info on Archie's Weird Fantasy has been compiled in this Google Doc that I found on Tumblr. Notice that Roberto changed Veronica Lodge to Monica Posh in his play, which is the <laughs> name Veronica uses as her alter ego on Riverdale. Ooh. Is Jughead going to write a play about his friends? Is he then going to get sued by one of his friends for using their likeness the way Roberto was served a cease and desist letter from Archie Comics in real life? The serpents don't seem to like what he wrote. And um, please look up Archie's weird fantasy because I didn't know. And now I think I need to really truly look into Roberto Guide Sacasa writing fan fiction. And I'm so curious. Did he do it before the show? Has he been doing it during the show? Yeah. The, like, does what what kind of entity is this and what is its relationship to the show, which is also its own kind of form of fan fiction? It's a satirical play by him centered around the characters from Archie Comics, reimagining them as adults in Riverdale. It's an extended version of the play Roberto previously wrote in grad school. Archie loves Nathan. I gotta look this guy up. Wow. I know that he's completely. I know that right now he's also working on the reboot of Pretty Little Liars. Ooh, Molly, Molly. I forgot about that Little reboot. Liars. To be honest. And how do we make him our friend? He, <laughs> this is I, I like. Has he just been obsessed with Archie's whole life? And then he that makes me love Riverdale even more. Yeah, it also makes our life make sense because we are not the only two people with a connection to both Riverdale and Pretty Little Liars. Oh, my God. He listens. Hi, Roberta. <laughs> you can come on the show anytime. We can, I will, can we work together, please? That would be really great. And um, I guess that's, there's not another episode until March 10th. What? There's not another episode until March 10th. Oh, my God. And it makes me just when they die. got me all wound up. It makes me want to kill oh i'm so mad about it i want more yeah now that i actually want to know what happens next you're gonna take it away that's what they do man they give you just a fucking little taste of that jingle jingle (laughs) they give you just that little taste get you hooked and now i'm in i am so back in man remember at the end of last year remember how we felt renewed this is how Riverdale gets you back yeah they 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 do have me back i did not think they could do it but they did it 
I love it. And I love that there's more sex in it. And I think it's great. And I can't wait to watch Tabitha bang Jughead, hopefully inside Pop Steiner. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's all I've got for today. I will wow. be sitting and dreaming about Kevin and Fangs kissing on each other and probably look for some fan or slash fiction of the two of them because, man, Fangs looks great in an A-line shirt. A-line? A-shirt? Yeah, a shirt. Fangs is a looking. Shirt. Fangs is looking terrific. He was wow. really is. He aged well. A, wow. You know, Those aged, seven years aged well. Quote <laughs> Whatever we they did, he, <laughs> he did it great. They Whatever did it, great. it is, keep it up, partner. <laughs> um, and I guess it will be back in a couple of weeks. Dear but God. I have no idea what day today is. Today's the twenty sixth. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Wow. It's not fair. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss this. I know. I'm going to miss us. And <laughs> we're just going to dream about Riverdale until then. We can and do I that. hope that you guys do too. Go. Oh, Titanic love scene. <laughs> I, I didn't know it's what I needed in my week. And now I am hell. Trucker boy 69. I definitely would have gone after that in a chat room when <laughs> I was 13 years old. Yeah, And same. that's it. We love you guys so much, and thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Riverdale Roundup. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.